Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to the Cricket Badger IPL Daily Podcast 2021, the Indian Premier League 14th edition. It's great to have you with us. From the first match all the way to the final. Chennai Super Kings, Delhi Capitals, Kolkata Knight Riders, Mumbai Indians, Punjab Kings, Rajasthan Royals, Royal Challengers, Bangalore, Sunrisers, Hyderabad. May the best team win. Brought to you in association with Who Knows Wins, put your money where your mates are, and play along with the Cricket Badger. Who Knows Wins Download our app right now from the Apple App Store or the Google Play Store and play against your friends with bragging rights and real money on the line. Who Knows Wins Put your money where your mates are. Who knows wins in a league of their own? Hello, everybody. Welcome along. IPL 2021 Daily Podcast. I'm James the Cricket Badger. And I'll tell you what, this tournament just keeps on getting closer and closer. We've seen KKR going down today to the Rajasthan Royals in a six-wicket win for Sanju Sampson's men. Seven balls remaining. And Sanju Sampson himself seeing them home with 42 not out. Not a good day to be KKR. Um, and a good day to beat Rajasthan Royals, who have had a pretty grim time of it in the IPL until today. But uh, the table is closening up. It, uh, well, KKR have gone bottom of it today, but just seeing Owen Morgan's uh, post-match comments, they're moving on to Ahmedabad now, hoping for better fortunes in that destination. I'm joined to talk about today's game and to look ahead to tomorrow's double headers by Anand Beaker and Raj Yadav. And, and Raj, what's wrong with KKR? They're just not really finding their, their mojo in this tournament. Yeah, are they? Absolutely not. And they have been absolutely shambles this season. The change in full captaincy has not worked either as their middle order and top order is not firing. Morgan, the batsman himself, is not firing. They lack death over specialists in their lineup. Rely a lot on Indian fast bowlers like Prasad Krishna, uh, Shivam Mavi, Kamlesh Nagarkoti. You know, if we go back a bit to IPL last year and the year before it, KKR managed to seal the fifth spot after the league stages and were tipped out of the top four, moving to a bad net run rate. Interestingly, both time losing out on the fourth position to the Sunrisers Hyderabad. Uh, Clearly, they punched above their weight these two seasons in 2019 and 2020. Russell was in great form in the 2019 season. In the 2020 season, his body was not doing well. He always came off the field and gave whatever he had with the limited fuel that he had. In 2021, again, they 
the franchise as a whole. You know, expect Russell Mania again to win games from unimaginable positions. You know, if you're dependent on one game changer to win your tournament, you aren't a cohesive unit. The old problems have resurfaced again of last year where their top order is not firing. Rana and Gil seem to be similar mold players, you know, who do not give uh, do not give aggressive starts to KKR in the power play and they get stuck a bit. Uh, they, they lack specialist death bowlers with depending too much on the likes of Prasad Krishna, Shivam Mavi, Kamlesh Nagarkotiyar and there and Cummins himself who is not a very great death bowler himself. Andre Russell to bank on the last two overs. So very, very tough times for KKR and uh, overall, you know, they look absolutely shambles and at the moment they are at the bottom of this IPL table and if I have to make a bold prediction then I think this is going to stay as it is and they are going to finish as the bottom side of this IPL. Interesting, Raj. Because I, I tell you what, we've had uh, nominations, I think, for Kings, Punjab, or Punjab Kings as they are. We've had nominations for Rajasthan Royals themselves. And we've had now a nomination for KKR to be Wooden Spoonies this year. But I, guess, I mean, as I say, that shows you a little bit about how close this tournament is. Because close from top to bottom so far in this tournament. And Anand, KKR, I've seen on Twitter and on our WhatsApp group so many different theories about what their order should be, who should play, who should take responsibilities. And you only get those kind of chats when the team is in a bit of a mess, don't you? you know, if, if everything was working perfectly for KKR, there would be no discussions because there wouldn't be any debates, but there seems to be debates by every single member of their personnel at the moment. It almost feels like they're not all able to execute at the same level together. It almost feels like a couple of people execute and the rest of the team doesn't. And it's where they need to get some sort of performances out of Owen Morgan and Shubman Gill. And you just absolutely need it because if you look at their lineup, you see Rana's done okay, so has Tripathi. And after that, it's all up and down. So when it comes down to Morgan, we obviously know what a gun batsman he is. He's made for the T20 format. He should be able to do better. Obviously, today was very unfortunate and I think it was entirely Tripathi's fault as well. But Morgan has to do better and in the same way they have to figure out what to do with Gil. They don't really have a lot of replacements around there. So they don't have a ton of people that they can say, hey, we're going to sit Gil and we're going to move somebody else in there. Shakib is more of an anchor. Karun Nair is also another anchor. So at that point, you might as well go with Gil, who certainly has a higher upside. He just hasn't figured out what the whole T20 tempo is. Because even if you look at his past few IPLs, he does the anchor role well, but he goes at about a strike rate of 120. So just some work needs to be done on that lineup. And also, I think Sunil Narayan, and I'm always baffled with the way they're using him. Sunil Narayan did great in precisely two IPLs with the bat. So I think one IPL, he got about 224 runs at 170 strike rate. And then in 2018, he got 357 runs at 190 strike rate. So very amazing uh, figures there. And he did absolutely great. However, he's been found out. So short balling gets him found out. So why move him up in front of Morgan? Why don't we have Morgan come and play a few balls? You know that Morgan, as a batsman, has a much higher upside than Narayan. Karthik's a better batsman. Russell's a better batsman. They just got to figure out what they're doing in there. Because to me, I know we just talked about how KKR is in shambles, but I think they actually have a better squad than the Rajasthan Royals. We had this discussion the other day that if you look down any of the one of the eight sides in the tournament, they you can make a case for any of them. They've all got star quality at various points in their squad. I mean, I, I saw somebody say today, um, Raj, move Andre Russell up to open. 
you know, get him in there in the power plays where all the fielders are inside and just get him to tonk the ball over their, over their heads. Yeah, there are different ways of playing this KKR side, but what they're doing at the moment just isn't right, is it? It just doesn't feel right. It does not feel right. And, you know, you, you cannot have Andre Russell opening on top of the order. That's a bizarre idea uh, because, you know, they tried with Sunil Narayan and Sunil Narayan did very well in the two IPLs, which Anand mentioned. I mean, I, I think Anand's exactly right. I mean, Owen Morgan for England, Raj, he seems, with England, he seems to like to come in with maybe... I don't know, six, seven overs left and, and, and go for the fence. But he's he's a proper batsman. He scored test match centuries. You know, Dinesh Karthik as well. He's got a good technique. They should both be above Sun and Narayan. Absolutely. And I agree with Anand that, you know, you cannot have Narayan batting ahead of Morgan when you have likes of Morgan, DK and Russell, who are much, much better batsmen than Sunil Narayan. Sunil Narayan had two great IPL seasons opening the innings for KKR. And, you know, exactly that is when, you know, the problems of KKR started to uh, you know accumulate when Sunil Narayan opened the innings for KKR because uh, he had a few innings and then he got found out uh, people found out that you know he was weak against short pitch bowling and that is when you know started to break this unit a bit because you know they did not rely much on say Rahul Tripathi as their opener uh, they shuffled him to three then they got Nitesh Rana at three they opened again with Nitesh Rana Shubman Gill was opening so they tinkered a lot with their opening combination and top three combination just to accommodate someone like Sunil Narayan and even last season there was a game against I think the Delhi Capitals or maybe the Sunrisers Hyderabad that Sunil Narayan was moved at four he was specially specially promoted up the order you know to tong the spinners he did well he scored a 50 or 60 odd in that game and that is when you know again KKR as a management tries to fit in Sunil Narayan because he gives you that bonus lottery that if he scores 15-20 runs you know they they have nothing to lose but that's not how teams work uh, you need to have specialist uh, positions or specialist roles defined for each individual. Uh, currently, KKR is not getting their top order right. They're not getting their middle order right. They shuffled a lot of players last it, year. To, to me, Raj, Sunil Narayan is no better a batsman than Rashid Khan. He's the same same kind of player. You know, he comes in and he plays strange shots and hits quick runs. Um, I don't you know, he's not a top order player. You wouldn't put Rashid Khan in the top five of Sunrise's batting order, would you? I mean, I, I don't want it to be a Sunil Narayan smashing podcast today um, because he's a a flipping good player down the years but you look at his bowling these days Anand and he's gone from being a spinner a proper spinner he obviously lost his action during the last IPL so had to remodel it a little bit and he looks a little bit like a medium pace cutter these days yeah, there's actually a very interesting uh, breakdown of his bowling and that was on Twitter. And you could see that he sort of bowls a knuckleball and then I think he uses a finger to then figure out, you know, which way the ball's going to turn. I actually thought he bowled fine today. But you're right, though, in the, you know, if you look at, I think the 2012 IPL, he had like 24, 25 wickets. And I think he used to get more than 20 wickets every IPL that he played. And then, you know, obviously he has had action issues and he has changed the way he bowled and something has changed because in the last three years, he's taken 16 wickets and he's played 24 matches so you can see rather than playing you know getting more than a wicket and a half per match on average he's actually much much below that now so his efficacy as a bowler has changed although today was okay he was spinning the ball I must admit, I mean, if, if you are a spinner and that is your trade and you get your action questioned and you have to remodel and you have to go again, that must be quite hard. That must be quite hard mentally as well as uh, in practice with the, your actual bowling blackratcricket.co.uk You've probably spent lockdown dreaming about scoring runs and taking wickets. Well, let Black Rat Cricket kit you out and take you towards success. blackratcricket.co.uk They've got a swanky new website and if you quote Badger when you check out, you can get yourself 15% off blackratcricket.co.uk 
join the infestation. Um, let's move on to uh, Rajasthan Royals because it's a much more positive tale for them today. I thought they played very sensibly. I actually missed the uh, KKR batting display, but I, uh, I caught the Rajasthan Royals reply. And I thought, I mean, Jezfal's a, a terrific story. I was hoping he was going to go on and score uh, more than the 22 he got today. But Sanjay Sampson, 42 not out from 41. That's not a strike rate that you'd associate with Sanjay, but he played with responsibility. He's got the captain's armband and he looked like he was stepping up to the task. David Miller as well came in and scored 24 off 23 when you associate him with a, a strike rate of more like 150-160. But Sanjay Sampson, Raj... I've heard so many fan badges on this podcast talking about Sanju Sampson saying how um, he can be brilliant one day and then for the next four games he's, he's he throws it away. It looks like, well, today it looked like the penny was dropping. It looked like the captain's armband was inspiring him. It looked like he was showing responsibility and he was he made sure he saw Rajasthan Royals home to a win because even though it was a, a small chase, we've seen teams mess up small chases. Yeah, absolutely. And what was more refreshing today was that we saw something different from Sanju Samson and different in terms of the style he played because 42 from 43 balls, you know, is something that you're not associate Sanju Samson with a lot. Uh, you know, he curbed his natural instincts, curbed his attacking instincts and played the situation, absolutely bossed the game towards the chase in the end. He made sure that he stayed till the end. So that was definitely refreshing from Sanju Samson, the player. But it is, it is a lot to do with confidence as well as a player. You know, Sanju Samson always was extremely gifted, extremely talented. Talented. He has all the strokes in the book. You know, when it comes to stroke making, I think he's a bit similar to Rohit Sharma. Uh, elegance, class, and the, the time that he has on his hands is absolutely gold. Uh, Sanju Samson looks like a very, diff- is a very classy player, you know, when he bats like that. Uh, but a lot to do with confidence and also with responsibility. I think uh, this year, Rajasthan Royals, since they made him the captain, a lot of uh, responsibility on, on Sanju's shoulders. And uh, this was a real captain innings where he stayed uh, till the end for Rajasthan Royals and saw them through. Good to see, wasn't it? And then today, Sanju Sampson sort of stepping up and you know, puffing his chest out and making sure his team, and it is his team this year, got home. A very mature event. Uh, innings as Raj just explained and if you just even look at the past right he has been a stalwart so if you look at since 2017 in every edition of the IPL Sanju scores more than 340 yard runs every every year and the lowest strike rate that he's ever had has been 138 so he knows he can score pretty quickly he does score a fair bit of runs what happens usually is he's very streaky and I think maybe there's responsibility is going to make a little bit of change in that and, you know, maybe take him to further heights because as Raj mentioned, he has that elegance that sort of Rohit Sharma has. He's got all the shots. He doesn't get bothered by pace. He doesn't get bothered by spin. You know, he's an absolute class batsman. And I think if he can rein in and figure out when to attack and when not to, we're, we're looking at, at another, you know, guy who's going to really rise to the cream of the crop. Well, uh, Rajasthan Royals winning today's game. It's moved them into uh, more of a mid-table position than the uh, wooden spoonist that they were predicted on this podcast a couple of days ago. RCB, obviously, still top on eight points from their four games so far. 100% record, the only team with 100% record. CSK and Delhi Capitals on six points. Mumbai Indians joined now by the Punjab Kings and Rajasthan Royals on four points and then bringing up the rear in the table. The Sunrisers Hyderabad and KKR, both on two points who knows wins put your money where your mates are download the app now from the apple app store or the google play store Thank you very much to Who Knows Wins for their support of these Cricket Badger podcasts. If you already had a look, download the app on whatever platform you download your apps on. Who Knows Wins? It's basically predictions. You 
put your predictions in for the coming days uh, you enter our leagues there's other there's football there's other sports on there as well and depending on whether your predictions are good or bad you get points for the successful ones and by the end of the week you could be a winner and to pick up the prize pot as well from next Monday as well the current week ends on Sunday from Monday we're going to go daily with them so basically you enter for the day if your predictions on that game are better than everybody else's you can win a share of the prize pot and you can then enter the next day and the next day so we're going to go daily from Monday so keep an eye out and if you haven't already download the app Who Knows Wins Who Knows Wins put your money where your mates are there's over 25,000 players and over £1 million already won. The biggest community pot was £31,000. And there's over 12,000 leagues created. Download our free app and play against your friends and family with bragging rights and real money on the line. Who knows wins in a different league. Man of the match today was Chris Morris, chaps. And uh, not only did he obviously play well, took four for 23 with the ball, but I saw his interview um, where he was talking about, obviously we talked about it yesterday and seeing the news again today, the sort of some of the pictures of the hospitals in India. Again, worth repeating, if you're listening in India, good luck to you, stay safe and uh, good health to all of you. Hope your families are well and you can get through this current uh, horrible time in in India at the moment. But Chris Morris was saying, Raj, they are in a precious um, privileged position. They are playing um, in the IPL and the fact that they are playing and they're entertaining people is hopefully keeping people at home in India and yeah good message absolutely wonderful message and you know the situation in India is very difficult like you pointed out James a lot of people in lockdown semi-lockdown situation again a lot of people stranded in homes uh, losing their loved ones it's a very difficult time for a lot of families and a lot of people back home in India and uh, you know, the tournament like IPL just makes it better because nothing better than watching a couple of games in IPL and then just making sure that your mood is back on track. You know, the the kind of loss that you face as a family or the situation around you is very disturbing. And when you see such games of cricket, cricket as a sport in general, you know, uplifts your mood, uplifts your spirit. And that's what the IPL does as well. And it was a really good message from Chris Morris because they are here to entertain us all. And they did. And Alan, I mean, if you actually analyze any sport they're really stupid aren't they I mean you've got 11 blokes out there bowling a ball a guy with a stick and then they're running between the wickets because you have football you can you can say the same about any different sport around what they do to us is kind of slightly different isn't it and obviously India being a, a cricket crazed country it's important that you know that I'm obviously they're going to be trying 100% to do it but it's important the IPL stays on track for the next uh, few weeks you know I think it's very important to have this sort of distraction that yeah. comes in when people are going so uh, going through such a tough time in their lives. We often hear, you know, at the start of this pandemic, you thought that, well, some people got affected. Now, as you know, we've been more than a year in the pandemic, and especially with what's happening in India, you start to hear, you hear about the pandemic affecting your friends, you hear about it affecting your relatives. And, you know, there's this constant source of news that obviously you need to keep on top of to ensure you understand what's going on and what steps one needs to take to get past this. I mean, but, just, to, and, just to underline that, I mean, obviously going through the recent uh, India against England series through the IP. IPL last year and through this IPL, obviously the fan badges on here. The number of times that, you know, the fan badges have uh, contacted me and said, I can't do today's podcast, James. One of my relatives has got COVID or um, I've got COVID or I've got to go in for a test to get COVID. It's, it gets very close to home at times, doesn't it? It does. And, you know, like I mentioned, sometimes you hear these numbers and the numbers hurt, but then it's not 
directly impacting you, but you know, really the scope of this pandemic, as well as that exponential growth that's happened right now, happening around India is like, you're guaranteed to hear that from your friends, James, I'm sure even on your Twitter account, you're probably seeing a lot of the followers of the pod as well, yeah. comment about things like this. So it is a very tough situation. Absolutely. And uh, yeah, again, good luck to everybody out there and stay safe, everybody over there in India and indeed the rest of the world. Let's move on then with uh, hope in our hearts for a long and uh, enjoyable IPL to tomorrow's games. It's a double header. And tomorrow we see the first game of the day is CSK against RCB. That one's played in Mumbai. And then the second game of the day is SRH against DC in Chennai. Let's do the first game first. Raj, CSK against RCB. Who wins that and why? I think RCB is definitely on a roll and CSK is also on a roll. Strangely, I did not expect CSK to have three wins in a row in this IPL season. You know, definitely Moin Ali's signing has changed fortunes for them. They needed desperately needed a middle order enforcer uh, to uh, up their strike rate from overs 6 to 15. That is what uh, they had a lot of problems last IPL and Moin Ali has definitely provided them and he also gives them extra cushion by bowling those two overs in the middle. Uh, uh, but RCB look a very balanced unit. Particle back in form. He scored a brilliant century against the Rajasthan Royals. Virat Kohli looking back in great shape. Maxwell has been that added boost to that RCB 11. Uh, Siraj and Harshal Patel are bowling like a dream. So I think definitely RCB has an upper hand and I expect them to have five wins, five wins in a row tomorrow at the 1K day. I think I agree with Raj as well. I think CSK are better than they were last season. I don't think there's any doubt about that. I still don't know if they are quite as good as some of the other teams in this competition that will obviously come out in the wash as we go through the next few weeks and how about you how do you see this one I actually agree with both of you as well. I think RCB just seems to have all of their important slots sort of locked down. You're certainly seeing all of their key players perform. And, you know, Siraj is a, is, you know, I think Raj just mentioned Siraj, but he really has done a great job. He's gone from, you know, just being a good bowler to potentially becoming a great bowler. And you're and seeing I'll that. I'll tell you what as well, Anand, you, you can see it in him as well when he's walking and the way he's kind of, his body language and his, the way he's looking at batsmen and what have you. He looks like he believes in himself now. Absolutely. And it's not just, you know, just the execution of skills also seems to be different. That confidence is sort of radiating through him. Even though he has just taken five wickets so far, he's bored magnificently. I, and I think, you know, having somebody like a Herschel at the at the back end who can kind of kind of do the slower balls, the Yorkers and, you know, kind of just throw that mixed bag of tricks at you you know, is again, very helpful. And typically RCB hasn't had that. So Harshal might go for a few runs, but he does end up taking a few wickets with some of those mixed bag of assortments that he throws at the batsman. And I think that sort of works very well for them. I think RCB right now just look to be a very strong squad compared to CSK. CSK is still figuring some things out. I know that Deepak Chahir has started to get the ball to swing a little. You know, you saw Faf get a few runs in there, but RCB just looks like they got this on lockdown. Yeah, I agree. That's three votes then for RCB to make it five in five tomorrow. That's the first game of the day. Second game of the day, SRH against Delhi Capitals in Chennai. So it's the uh, more slow, low scoring affairs in Chennai that we've seen so far. And Raj, these are two teams that have both got very good spinners, aren't they? You've got SRH with obviously Rashid Khan, Majib, Mohamed Nabi, whatever in their squad. Delhi Capitals with uh, Ravi Ashwin, Axa Patel, etc. So will this be a, a battle of the spinners, do you think? Battle of the spinners for sure. Uh, but also at the same time, you know, SRH did a great thing the last game that they got Williamson in because they definitely needed 
needed that middle order stability. Uh, you know, they're banking on Bearstow and Warner as their opening partnership, which is an explosive one. Uh, you know, just Williamson as a middle order player just provides them that extra cushion and stability up top. So Bearstow can play his natural game. Warner can express himself a bit. That's the kind of banker that you call Williamson in. So definitely SRH is doing great in that regard. But otherwise, you know, Delhi looks a more settled unit. They've also had great spinners. Amit Mishra had a wonderful game. The last game that he played, he picked four wickets. Uh, they have Ravichandran Ashwin. They've also finally got their good uh, 11, a good mix in where they trust Hetmeyer and Hetmeyer was good as well in the last game. Uh, Lalit Yadav is also good, coming good as an anchor and Steve Smith definitely more suited to play at the Chepok. Uh, he's a bit more like Williamson in that mold for Delhi Capitals and it's going to be an exciting game. I'm going to go with Delhi Capitals only because of Shikhar Dhawan's form. I think he's looked exceptional this tournament. Yeah, he's a terrific player. There's a lot of terrific players on view tomorrow in this IPL. I think, you know, I'm going to go, just going to go for Sunrises. I think they've got gradually better as this tournament's gone on. I think they'll be buoyed by the fact they got off the mark um, in the a week that we've just had. Um, and I think uh, on that track, the likes of Rashid Khan, etc., will always be a handful. So I'm just going to shade Sunrises, but I agree, Raj. I think it's going to be a very, very close game indeed. That means, Anand, you've got the deciding vote. Who's going to win it? So to me, I'm going to actually go with the Delhi Capitals and go with Raj here because I just think Delhi, again, seems to be very well sorted. And Sunrisers has one weakness, which is if you actually play Williamson, Bearstow and Warner, then you don't really have very good middle order or late order batting. And also that means you can't get Mujib in the team. Obviously, you have Rashid. Rashid the superstar. He's going to do great. But then you don't get that second spinner in, which who would be very effective in Chennai. So I feel that DC just has all of their sort of bases covered. And just the form that Shikhar and uh, Shikhar has shown. And if Shikhar and Prithvi get going, they can match Bearstow and Warner. And then Delhi also has has the back end the bowling is great even with somebody as you know Avish Khan has come on very well and to me he's like one of the one of the best players to watch at least lately with what he's been doing the joy that he can get through his bowling he almost feels like a Mohammed Siraj before you know a couple of seasons ago so uh, really uh, very happy with what they've been doing out there so I think Delhi might just sneak ahead here Right so that's the vote for Delhi so we've got Delhi to win the second game tomorrow we've got RCB to win the first game our views matter not one jot as we go into Sunday's double headers and that we will see how they transpire because well, if anything has shown us over the last uh, sort of two or three days everybody can beat everybody in this competition eight teams and uh, they can all beat each other this is going to be a very close IPL as I keep saying Anand and Raj thank you very much indeed for joining me on today's podcast thanks everybody out there for listening as well stay safe out there in India good luck to you over the next few weeks with COVID hope it gets um, a lot better for you over there and uh, we'll see you again tomorrow on the Cricket Badger podcast Brought to you in association with Who Knows Wins, put your money where your mates are, and play along with the Cricket Badger. Thanks for listening. We'll be back every day throughout IPL 14. Have your say on Twitter on at Cricket underscore Badger. We'll see you again tomorrow. Podcast Network.